welcome to another episode of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua Ezzy. What's good, PD? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. It's another week. It's another podcast. and I'm ready to crank this one out because it's a good one. Oh, man. It's a good one. If it's ever been a good one, this is a good one. This is definitely a good one. So stay tuned. We've got a great episode for you guys here today. J.E., how are you holding up over there, man? Hey, man. I'm held up by the one that's holding me up, BD. I'm good. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm good, man. I'm getting rest, cranking out this book. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just enjoying it, man. They just officially made the announcement that school is closed, that shut down mm. for the rest of the school year. Ooh. So, man, I got like a five-month vac. Well, yeah, four-and-a-half-month vacation, bro. Okay. But I still got to work until June. But at the same time, man, it's it's what I needed, man. I've been working hard for a mighty long time. Now it's time to just kind of relax and breathe and enjoy where I'm at in life. It's definitely, yeah, it's it's a good time. I mean, part <clears throat> of me kind of, I'm some parts of going to work I do miss. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like overall I think it's been better. For me, just I can get more rest. I'm able mm-hmm. to focus on like nutrition and stuff like that. There's a lot of things that I'm trying to improve during this time. So that is it's definitely for those of you who are out there. I know we all struggling. We stuck at the house, but try to take advantage of this time. You know, find find ways you can be productive. Find think about the things that you've been you know wanting to you know accomplish or improve for a long time. Now's the time to do it. So. That's that's my little two cents there. Um, the only thing, BD, that I'm just kind of just missing, I just missing, like I've been saying for the last four episodes, getting buckets, man. I'm going to get a mask uh, and some gloves, man, and just, just find a nick. Find, <laughs> find some brothers that's hooping, man. Hey, gloves. I got my gloves on right. and I got my, my mask on. Why can't we just get buckets, man? It's tough, man. And then you got the MJ documentary, so it's like, you know, you're, you're getting all fired up and then you can't like, you can't, you, there's, there's, there's no outlet for there's that no energy. Outlet. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed about that MJ documentary and it's awesome. Yeah. You can't watch that with your wife, man. Nah, they talk the whole time. That they'll talk the whole time. They're like, you know, you're watching the MJ documentary and you're kind of getting pumped up. You know, that, that testosterone's kicking in. Yes. You're like, yes. oh yeah, if I had just been a couple inches taller in high school, that would have been me right there. You know, you're getting inspired. And then they're just over there. They're not really interested in the documentary. They're like wanting to cuddle up to you and, no. and you know pinch your cheeks and kiss you. Oh, you're so cute, babe. I'm like, no. I am like in the middle of 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 man heaven right now. Like, yeah. I, there's, there's so much testosterone going on over here. You pinching my cheeks right now is not the move. It's not the move, man. I'm I'm trying to trying to work on my shimmy. I'm trying to see. Right. I'm... <clears throat> yeah, man. It's it's a. It, they just don't get it. You know, that's okay. There's stuff about them that we don't get. But but I'm just like, man, just quit it. Just just relax. Just enjoy this. If 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 I must watch this with you, mm-hmm. please watch it on my terms. Right. 
Just don't say anything. Because right now I'm reliving uh, my basketball legacy. Um, right. I'm in between two emotions. I'm I'm reliving my highlights and I'm reliving the fact that I didn't make it to the league. So there's a lot of emotions as I'm watching a this. Lot and I of just emotions. I need to be to myself because I'm vulnerable right now. Right. Exactly. If I would have just if I would have just played if I would just practiced a little bit more. Mm. I too could have been Michael Jordan with a documentary being made about me. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, if you haven't done so already and you enjoy the Good Guys <laughs> podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Um, hit that hit that like button. If you like this video, hop in the comments and um, let us know what you think about the video. All right. We like to uh, interact with you guys. Um, so definitely drop a comment, smash the like button. And if you have not done so already, hit the subscribe button. I said it before and I'll say it again. There's a lot of you watching who are not subscribed. And that's cool. I'm glad you guys enjoy our content. But hit the subscribe button. Yeah. We we don't we don't ask for any monetary payment here on the Good Guys Podcast. We do this for free, guys. All you have to do to support us is hit that subscribe button. All right. Without further ado, we're gonna go ahead and get started as we customarily do with the weekly airing of grievances. J.E., I've got one this week. I'm fired up about this one. Mm. This one right here, we're going to need some time on this one, J.E. Okay, okay. We're going to need some time. Take your time. All right. I'm going to start this. And you know that I'm about to say some things that are going get, to get me in trouble whenever I have to start my airing of grievance by I love my wife. Yeah. I cannot stress it enough. The love and the, the the dedication and and the passion that I have for my wife, amazing soulmate. These are some of the words that I would use to describe my spouse. Okay, love of my life. But there's one thing, Je, that 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 happens on just about a weekly basis that I just cannot wrap my mind around je it's an injustice that has been going on for years on end and probably even further than that probably centuries probably since the beginning of time this was probably something that adam probably dealt with with eve in the garden when we go to a restaurant okay i order my food Mm -hmm. You order your food. Sounds about right. We eat our food. Mm -hmm. This is how it's supposed to go, right? So, 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 so when I'm when I'm going through the ordering process, I'm looking at the menu. I'm thinking about what do I want to eat today? Yes. Okay. And when I'm envisioning, see, see, before you do anything great. Okay, before, you know, Jordan talked about before he played a game, he would envision the game, envision what he was going to do to the opponent. Yes. And before I partake in my meal, J.E., I'm doing the same thing. I'm envisioning what I'm about to do to that piece of chicken. I'm envisioning what I'm about to do to that waffle if I'm at the waffle house. You know, I, I, I'm envisioning the entire process. The which side am I going to mix with the main entree? And then do I want to make sure that I've got a little gravy left over uh, so I can sop the biscuit in it? Okay. 
You know what I mean? I'm analyzing. I, I, I'm envisioning this whole process. Yes, 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 okay? yes, 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 yes. So that's what I base my order off of, of that I'm going to eat everything, everything that comes within this entree. Everything. Okay? So when I'm with my wife, when I when, when ladies, when you're with your man and you're ordering your food, what I need you to do is I need you to get what you want. Okay? Don't order what you think you might want or what you might be interested in, but I'm going to eat my man's food just in case. I'm going to ask him, no, I tell my wife this all the time. Get what you want. They don't listen. But what happens is they order, you know, they order some food that they think they might be interested in. You know, they might nibble around, you know, they might play around with it. And then they get to asking me, can I have some of your food? Let me have a couple of fries. Let me have a few onion rings. A few? Few? A few? What is a few? A few? A few? For you? No. 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 If you wanted onion rings, babe, order onion rings. You know what I mean? If you wanted some fries, order fries. I'm going to eat everything that's on my plate. Okay? And 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 this is my issue. Like, you know, like we're we're good guys on this channel, right? We talk about handling our responsibilities. We talk about being in a position financially where we can provide for our families. That's our responsibility, right? right. So I'm not going to, you know, the the restaurant and I'm saying, oh, you can only get, you know, the appetizer and I'm going to order, you know, a major entree and you can't ask for any of mine. No, get whatever entree you want. If you think you might want something that's on my plate, just order the whole thing. Just order the whole entree. I don't care. Order two entrees. Get whatever you want. Whatever you want. But when I get my plate, you leave me over here to my plate because what's happening over here is an intimate affair. Yes. Okay. We're 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 getting busy over here. We are, we are, we are. I, I have visualized this entire scene. Played it from the play-by-play analysis has already happened in my head, and I am currently acting out the physical manifestation of that which I had already spoken to existence when I placed my order. Hey! And you're just going to come in and take the blessing that God has given me? That I spoke into existence and is now in front of me? Wow. This is deep, J.E. That's a word, B.D. That's a word. So that's my airing of grievance. <clears throat> Ladies of the Good Guys podcast, help me out. Why do you feel like it is necessary to ask for, you know, the, the food that your man ordered? Order what you want. Just get what you want. If you want fries and you want onion rings, then I want you to order fries and I want you to order onion rings. I don't care if you don't eat them all because I'll probably eat the rest of them. But what are we doing? It's an injustice. It is. It is. It's. 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 It. it, It's wrong. 
Okay, Jeez. it's just wrong, and I might and maybe sinful even. I don't know. It's manipulative. Manipulative at best. J E. I know this is a pat. This is a touchy subject for you. It's touchy. So I want you to take your time, and I, I want you to, you know, it, you, get just go there. Okay. Um, Let us know how you feel. Every time it happens to me, I question why I'm even married. <laughs> because, because, because. Not only that, that's just that's just a flesh speaking. I'm I'm talking about when I'm in the moment of the injustice. Okay. When I'm in the moment of the injustice, I mm-hmm. question things. Okay. It starts about Sunday night when I lay down, BB. Mm. I begin to think about what I will be partaking by Friday afternoon. Yes. Or maybe Saturday midday, depending on how the week goes. Right, right. As my wife is resting beside me, I look to the, to the ceiling and I just... Like the cartoons, I just have bubbles of food. Right. I think about this on Monday when I eat just the sweet potato and salmon. Right. I think about it on Tuesday when I got baked chicken and maybe some yeah. brown rice. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think about it even on Wednesday when there's just the vegetable medley mm. and maybe salmon again on Thursday. I'm getting closer to my my expected end. And uh, mm-hmm. Thursday, I might, what I may have on a Thursday, I may have maybe some pan-seared chicken with some asparagus. I'm still yes. thinking about yes. that Friday afternoon. And I mm-hmm. know the actions that I'm going to commit on that Friday, so I fast extra yes. hours. Yes, 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 see, you see, do. See, 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 I, I, I got to let my stomach knows my schedule. Right. My stomach knows, oh, he about to partake. They ain't going to be, fellas, intestines, ain't going to be nothing coming down here for about 17, 18 hours. Facts. We know what we know what he's about to do. In preparation. I'm in the line. I thought about all the days and hours I've sacrificed for my family. Mm. The sacrifice that 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 my saliva is 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 pouring for. There's nothing better for a man than to be able. See, 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 as the good guys, we can't have side pieces. Mm-mm. We can't we can't devour in other ways. That's right. So food is intimacy with us. Yes. You may not comprehend it, ladies, but eating food as a good guy is intimate. Mm. When I'm in a line, I'm thinking about every single shrimp. I'm thinking about the crumbs that will fall off the shrimp. I'm thinking about mm. the hush puppets. I'm thinking about the fries. I'm thinking about all of my fries. See, see, the Bible says if one sheep was to leave the pasture, will he not? Will he not go after the sea to get the other other sheep? That's how I feel about my fries. I have held, I have counted all of my fries, and I want all of them. And you have the nerve, the mitigated gall. To put your hands in the place of my intimacy. After I done warned you, after I, the Bible says that we are to leave the home. We're supposed to mm-hmm. wash you with the word. And did not the words that I speak before the lady asked me, what, see, see, the fact, see, when you order with me, mm-hmm. I've already wasted 20 minutes of my time trying to configure my own order. So I'm extra right. hungry now. 
Right, right. You heard what I wanted. You felt it in the tone of my voice of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And you're going to order something just to taste and see? No, no, no. There's no, I don't got time for no taste and see if it's good. Mm-mm. No, no, no. No. no, because, because, because it happened to me recently. Mm-hmm. And I don't think my wife mind me sharing the story. Okay. Go ahead. We, we was going to get a fish. Share your testimony. This is my testimony. We went to a fish place. Fridays. Fridays is for fish. F for Fridays. F for fish. BD don't like fish, but it's okay. I, I told her, I said, I'm getting the salt and pepper uh, perch. Mm. I'm getting the jumbo shrimp. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the fries and the hush puppies. Okay. What do you want? Right. He had a nerve to say, I'm getting a fish sandwich. I said, <laughs> you going to get a fish sandwich? We had a fish place. I don't think you might. I don't, I'm just advising. I don't think you might want to get the fish sandwich because we're in a long line. My fish going to be fresh and hot. Right. And they're going to probably make your sandwich first. So your, your sandwich will be sitting there a little bit long. Nah, I just want a fish sandwich and some fries. 20, 30 minutes, we get our food. Okay. Of course, we can't eat on the inside, but we had other errands. So we pulled over to a nice, safety, safe place to eat. Okay. She bites into her fish sandwich. I don't like it. And I knew. See, I knew. <laughs> I knew. See, if I if I didn't advise you, if I didn't give you forewarning, then I would have shared. Mm-hmm. And she's like, got mad at me. He's like, you're not going to share? I said, listen, listen. I said, I'll drive you anywhere in this city to get you what you want. Anywhere. Yes. But one thing I cannot do is get back in that long line and get me the five shrimp that you're going to eat because you have no mercy. Mm-hmm. You'll start tasting and seeing that it's good and you'll get not just one shrimp, you'll get half of my shrimp. And if my fries is better than yours, you done ate all my fries. Now, what do I have? Mm, the remnant. Listen, there's when it comes to that moment that we have our cheat meal, there's not going to be no crumbs that's going to fall off of this master's table. That's, that's nothing for you. No. Ladies, you have to understand, we worked hard for the money. Yes. We worked hard for the money. You see? We worked hard to give you exactly what you wanted. And then y'all get mad at us when we don't want to share. No, we don't want to share because we're we're exercising our self-care. Right. BD, it is the most sinful thing that happens in marriage. (laughs) Especially to a good guy. Right. I don't understand it, B. I'm just like, get what you want. Enjoy what you want. Don't be peeking over my shoulder because I'm sitting like this. Don't peek right. over my shoulder like this is for me. Right. Everything else in the house is yours. I have nothing of my own but my own belly. What I feed my belly is between me and my belly. Mm. Beat it, they wrong, man. I think God, it's going to be a long judgment day for women. <laughs> They're doing a lot of stuff down here that God is not pleased. It's tough, man. It's and, tough. And like you said, especially for us, you know, like it's because because we don't we don't eat like that. I know me and Jay. Eat, nah. We don't eat like that on a regular basis. No, nope, you see it. So you see I think it. both of us, you know, for me, definitely one one meal a week. Well, one one day I give myself one, one day. One day. Yeah. And so for the remainder of the week, like <clears throat> J.E. said, 
He's got the the broccoli, the pan seared salmon. You know, I'm I'm vegan during the week. I'm not even eating. I'm not eating meat or dairy or anything like that. Oh, so BD. just vegetables, beans, legumes, fruits, and it's great. I love it. But all I ask is that one day, Je. One day. One day, and I don't think you know. I I, I don't think my wife. Uh, I don't think our wives understand that when we have sacrificed the entire week, that they don't understand the discipline, the dedication, and the desire that it takes to go through the entire week of eating healthy, all for the joy that is set before us on that one cheat day, and for you to ask for us to part to 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 to, to part with our cheat meal that we have fought hard to earn all week. Dreams and visions. My goodness. It's wrong, man. It's wrong. And I'm letting you ladies know it's wrong. Because, man, we... That's special to us, man. It really is. It really is. Like, we think about our... We think about this all week. And I'm like, y'all have the audacity to bypass our feelings. Let it be something you wanted to eat. Let, let me let me grab something that you want. The w- double standards that women have in relationships. That's the next Aaron agrees. The double standard. If I was to say something during your movie, say something during your documentary, during your show, I'm talking too much. That's a separate area of grievance, J.E. Let's not get into <clears> that one. I'm getting ahead of, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's another one. Getting ahead of, myself. Getting ahead of yourself. We just want to say, man, get get what you want, man. Order exactly what you want. Order in abundance. Order in abundance. Now, look, let's let's make it clear, okay? So we're both married, all right? If you're in a dating relationship, I would still advise as a man (laughs) (laughs) to get what you want and and don't ask your your you know your date for any of his food. But you know, the rules are a little different during dating. You know, maybe it can spark a friendly conversation, you know, a friendly <clears> debate. <throat> I don't know. Maybe, you know, it, it, it's kind of cute during the dating phase. This ain't cute, right? It ain't cute. It's not cute when you get to marriage. When you get married, this is the, we're helping you out. All right. <laughs> during dating, cool, whatever. It's cute. But when you get married, there are some things that change from dating to marriage. This is one of them. Yeah. Because right? we live get, with y'all. We live with you. Come all. on. It's not cute anymore. It ain't cute anymore. And what is some he, things that are cute during marriage during during dating that aren't cute anymore during marriage. Let me tell you. Something. And we might have to be do a separate podcast on that. But Ooh, this is one one. of those things. And you know what sucks about being quarantined, BD? What's that? My I usually get my cheat meal while I'm driving home Friday from work. <laughs> so she don't know. She so she don't know. Now so and, and I and, I, and BD when I drive home from work I go get what I get. I get right. in my Jeep, my SUV, and I sit back. I tilt the seat back just a little bit. <laughs> and I just tilt just a little back, crack the windows if it's nice out, lock my doors, because usually my cheap meals are not in the best of areas. <laughs> and I enjoy every bite. There's nobody telling me, nobody giving me plate bite by bite analysis. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody's telling me, I think that's enough. Why are you getting double that? It's peaceful. What I do between me and these meals is between me and these meals. 
If I want triple, I get triple because I had triple the issues this week. So sometimes I measure, I, I, I compensate my issues based upon the meal I get. If it's been a rough right. week, I get three patties. If it's been a decent week, I get maybe one patty and bacon on top. Mm. If it's in the middle, I get two patties. But if it's a if it's a if it's a rough week, BD, sometimes it calls for it. Calls for two patties and some bacon, cheese, chili cheese fries, and whatever. And then I come home, hey babe, <laughs> face all swell, hands all swell, all the sodium, <laughs> right? I'll swell up. <clears throat> I'll swell up, hey babe. <laughs> But now you got to do everything with each other. You can't even leave. Because you try to tiptoe out the house and see who's who putting on her shoes right behind you. Where are you going? Where are we going? Uh. And, that, that, and that, that's another area of grief is why you got to go everywhere. I, gotta go. <laughs> I don't uh. mind it sometimes, but sometimes a man just needs to drive. He needs to drive. This is true. All right. Personal space is, uh, is an area of contention sometimes within the context of a relationship. But... We say all this in jest uh, to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, leave, our, really. leave our food alone, man. Just leave our food alone, you know? Um, there is no greater resentment, BD. It'd be a brief moment of resentment. I, I, my face, when I look at her sometimes, I know it's wrong. <laughs> I'd be looking at her like, you You really don't understand us, do you? You really don't understand me. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Every man <clears throat> wish they can say you don't know me because if you knew me, you would leave me in this plate alone. Oh, you know, and that's why we're here at the Good Guys yeah. Podcast to yeah. give you the insight into the into the mind of a man because you know sometimes you don't want to you know hurt your spouse's feelings and and just say you know hey leave me alone go get what you want to eat. <laughs> And sometimes for your physical security, that's probably a good idea not to say that. But um, we're going to say it here on the podcast. Uh, hopefully my wife doesn't watch this. And all that will be well in the uh, BD household. But um, yeah, I, all jokes aside, you know, we love our wives. We yeah. love our spouses. We just like to vent here sometimes, here on the airing of grievances. It's, 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 it, this is where we do it. All right. I mean, we share, we share so much. Just, just let us have, because the moments y'all have, I think what the issue is, BD, we don't invade them much. So when they have their moments, they have their moments. When they have their meals, we never ask food off their plate. So they don't know what it feels like for someone to invade on their moment of, of pleasure. Mm. We, don't, we should start invading. <laughs> and let them feel, man. Let them feel how I feel. I'm gonna start talking through every show, nonstop. I'm just gonna start grabbing stuff off for a plate and nonstop and see what happens. They might not care. I don't know. Oh, they're like, wow, we're sharing. You start getting all close to you. Dang. There's nothing we can do. I know. <laughs> They'll probably think it's the greatest thing ever. They think it's cute and all that stuff. Yeah. Differences between men and women. And it's a men and women are different and it's okay. It's okay. It's those differences that make marriage a beautiful thing. And we'll leave on that note. Yeah. Lest we get in further trouble than we probably already will be in. And, th and this will be the episode they actually watch. This will be the episode that they actually watch. And it's okay. We'll be fine. We'll make it. All right. That's enough venting. <clears throat> We're going to go ahead and get into uh, the meat of the podcast. The main topic of the day We've got a really good one here today. 
I'm excited about it and I think it's going to be very beneficial. I think it's going to be very helpful to a lot of people because we all have relationships that we've been in in the past. We all have relationships in the past that didn't work out. It's um, unfortunately, it's something that happens. You're not always going to, you know, meet the, 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 the person that's meant for you uh, on your first time at bat. So and there's nothing wrong with that. It happens but a lot of times when you get out of a relationship, sometimes, you know, if you've been, depending on how long you've been with that person, there can be, you know, it, it can be difficult to adjust to being a single person again. So um, what we're going to be talking about today is how do you get over an ex? How do you get over an ex? Um... And we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. And the first step that we have to getting over an X is to go ahead and cry. Go ahead and vent. Go ahead and get it out of your system. Um, you know, like I said, depending on how long you dated that person, there can be a lot that you guys shared. A lot of time, a lot of experiences that you guys shared. And it's okay to, you know, to, to, to be upset about it. Like, it's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign that, you know, there's something wrong with you or you're not where you need to be, you know, spiritually or whatever the case may be. It's okay to be hurt over a relationship not working out. It's okay, you know, to feel some type of way about that. And the best thing to do instead of, you know, holding it in and, or, or, or trying to put up like a tough exterior or, you know, pretend like you're okay. It's okay to not be okay for a period of time mm -hmm. and go ahead and cry and go ahead and vent and, and express your frustration to, you know, to God um, or to close friends or family or whatever the case may be, whoever, you know, you vent to. There's nothing wrong with that. So don't feel bad. Don't, don't judge yourself. It's perfectly okay to go ahead and get a good cry and get a good ugly cry and do whatever you got to do um, to get it out of your system. That's probably going to be the first step to moving forward. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's very important for you to get it out your system because most people, they leave stuff in their system longer than they need to. Like I, well, people that I life coach, BD, I tell them that if you allow stuff to wrestle in your emotional realm, if you allow things to flood into your in your heart and you keep allowing that toxicity to stay there, it's going to be evident in every area of your life. And sometimes when you allow those thoughts and those emotions to continue on the inside and you never get it out, now you become vindictive. Now you become uh, looking for vengeance. Now you are pursuing closure. You're doing so much because you haven't got it out of your system. Some emotions needs to be processed out. It's okay to be angry, but the word of God says sin not. It's okay to be sad, but do not let that sad lead to depression. You have to get out your system. And God is the only one that's able to handle the hot things off of your heart. He's the only one with the right mittens to handle that. And he gives you the right environment, the right um, space to be able to get it out. And you got to cry. You got to get that toxic stuff out of you. You got to let it go because rejection does hurt, but you got to heal that hurt. Uh, um, confusion is is a, is bothersome because you're like, why did this happen? But you got to understand that the root reason of why um, these emotions are released and they're high and, they're, and you're struggling 
is possibly that you made that person an idol or you have idolized the idea of what that person gave you. Most people hold on to things because they idolize that person. They thought that person was there to complete them. Every one of us would end up depleted if we're looking to others for completion. What I mean by that, you'll lose yourself trying to invest in yourself or invest in someone else to be completed. You have to be completed by Christ first. And that's why it's important to cry first. When you go to him and say, God, this hurts, man. I can't believe he did this to me because there's two things that that is hit in a in a moment of rejection or breakup. That's our ego and our emo. Emotions and our ego are the two things that's hit when we feel abandonment, when we feel rejection. And you have to process those emotions by releasing them. Like B said, have that ugly cry. Get it out your system. If you gotta say uh, um, some words, some words that's that's hot. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 whatever. God can handle it. Say, God, I'm tired of that mug. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of that mug. You know, do what you gotta do. Get it out your system before Him, so that those words won't be toxic amongst your friends, toxic amongst your family, because you got it out with God. And, and, and if you if that if you have to do that days on end, do what you got to do. Because it's better to get that emotion out than to be emotional when you out and about. And then, God forbid, you meet that person in the street and then you don't know how to control your emotion. You don't know if anger is going to come out. If you don't know if desperation is going to come out. If you don't know, you're going to be grabbing them by the ankles, begging them back. So you have to go in privacy Go to God and God, I'm crying. I got to cry. Get that unnecessary emotions off of your chest so that you can go and become your best. Absolutely. That's a good point that, that J.E. said. <clears throat> you know, you want to make sure. And the reason the, the reason why it's important to go ahead and, and cry and get it out your system, like J.E. said, you never know. You know, this might be somebody, you know, you go to the same church or yeah. you, know, you guys run in the same circle sometimes. Or, you know, you, you might see him in the mall or whatever the case may be, you don't know what triggers are necessarily going to, you know, that are going to come across. We're going to talk about, you know, some, some things that you can cut out and, and you know, so that you minimize yeah. uh, triggers from, from coming, but it's always possible that you might run into that person. If you have not taken the proper time to deal with the situation, to address your emotions regarding the situation, to get it out of your system, and you're trying to act tough and you're trying to act hard, like, you know, that person ain't really get to you, like you're good, <clears throat> you're, you're tough, then what can happen is you run into that person and those emotions, those feelings, they're going to gonna hit like a brick wall. That's right. And you don't want to crumble in that situation. You don't want to, oh, shoot, I was not ready. Like, I didn't know that it was hitting me like that. Yeah, it is, but you didn't deal with it. So that's why we say just go ahead and, Look, get it out of your system. Do what you got to do. You don't want to, don't, it, you know, don't make it too long. Don't be going months on end, yeah. you know, in the, in that phase. Okay. Um, but take the time that you need, but don't let it go on for months and, and things like that. Cause then it, it's a whole nother issue. It's a whole nother problem. You need to work that out with your relationship with God, because if you have a solid relationship with God, it shouldn't take you, you know, months on end. But you do want to take the time that you need to go ahead and grieve over and that situation. Because the length of the cry is evident, will prove the, the level of idolatry you have in your heart. You can right. tell if you have an idol towards some by the length of your struggle with it. And that's what you got to get. We'll get to that. We'll get to some of those points a little bit later. I want to go ahead of myself. 
But yeah, if it's taking you months and years to get over somebody, you there's some idolatry problem in your heart. And the last thing that I want to say here, the reason why the word vent is there, because a home without ventilation makes the house stuffy. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If there's no ventilation, there's no, the air, fresh air can't come in and hot air can't go out. So what happens is you got to give, you got to vent. You got to open up your vents, your eye gate, your eye vents, your, your, your mouth as a vent and cry out. Cry out is two things. Cry out, get it out of your system, cry out the emotions and cry out to God for help. You have to open up those vents, let those tears out, get, you know, do things to get those feelings out and cry out for God for help. And God, through the Holy Spirit, will show you this where this is why you're feeling the way you're feeling and help you process going forward. And last but not least about this, realize that you're human, man. You're, you're, you're not a robot, you're not a machine. You are a human, and we're very complicated. And you have to process those emotional realms. And we'll talk more about uh, how to do that later on with some of these other points. All right. So we'll go ahead and switch into the second um step that you need to take as far as getting over an ex and that is to cut off all contact get it rid of any reminders like i was just saying in the previous point any triggers that you may have that could bring up the memory of that person don't get sucked into it sometimes when people will break up with you and they'll be like you know i think maybe we should just be friends <laughs> you know look a lot of times i ain't gonna lie a lot of times we, the men will, will run that one um, I don't know if women do it that often, but I know men will do it a lot of times. And no, like, don't go for that. You do not need to be friends with someone that you have previously dated. Now, if you are, if you have kids with that person, that's a whole nother thing. You're going to have to be in touch with that person, unfortunately. Um, but even in that situation, only thing we need to be talking about is coordinating how are we going to parent this child when we're going to pick them up when you know how working that out so that's a whole other situation but either way the point is you don't need to have an intimate relationship with that person anymore you don't need to have a friendship where you guys are just talking about things that you're going through i don't need to know how your job's going i don't need to know how your day went like that's over with because all that's going to do is that's going to keep those those ties intact mm -hmm. And you're never going to be able to completely sever that tie and move on to getting closer to what God has for you. So, no, you do not need to. Uh, let's just be friends. No, that's okay. If we move in a different direction, I'll see you and cut off all contact. If you have, you know, uh, pictures of that person, look, you got to get rid of those pictures. If you have, you know, whatever it is that reminds you of that individual Go ahead and get rid of those things. Don't hold on to them because, again, you're just opening the door. You're, you're, you're keeping that tie, that hold intact, and you just need to go ahead and cut it clean. Um, I'll say it again for emphasis. A lot of times guys will try to say, hey, let's still remain friends. Let's keep in touch. Man, look, 90% of the time, that's game, okay? They still want to keep the option open for what they want, but they don't want the, the responsibility and uh, that comes with being in a relationship that is, you know, leading towards something like marriage, towards them uh, stepping into a leadership position. So, again, cut off all contact, get rid of any uh, reminders that you have of that relationship. Yeah, 
like I like I would tell anyone, put a wall where they placed a gate. Put a wall where they put a gate. The gate they walked out of breached that wall immediately. Breach that gate. Take the gate off, add a wall there. Because most people will play that game, even for, for fellas. Fellas, you gotta watch out, man. When you that that good guy and they just leave you because you're too good. You know what I'm saying? Or they leave you because you're too good to be true and you but they say they had their own emotional issues previously and you've been a good guy to them and they just get toxic and they self-sabotage relationship and they, they but they'll try to come back. It don't matter who it is, the ex would try to come back. And you gotta put a wall where they walked out as far as the gate because they will come back. Because most people leave because they get familiar. Emotions like lust, emotions like greed. Emotions like pride are never satisfied. So what happens is they'll come to your pasture, eat up all your grass, take up everything, and then realize I'm not satisfied here. And what they do is they'll leave you, and they'll think they'll they'll think they'll find something better out there. And then when they have uh, uh, spent their inheritance, spent everything, they're gonna try to come back. But you ain't their father, okay? So you need to put a wall at the gate that they walked out of. So when they come back, they can't even get back in. Why? Because that's toxic behavior. It'll open up uh, emotional wounds again. Now you done got healed to a degree or you're 70% better. And now you go back 30 more percent because now you ain't really get dealt with the issues of, of what was familiar between y'all two. And, and it's soul ties and strongholds take a time to heal. That's another video for another time. But what we're trying to say is you got to cut off all contact because people will leave you temporarily and, and know it. And then they'll come right back to you talking about, hey, what's up? Remember the times when we fell in love? Do you remember the times when we first met, girl? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, you see ahead. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not my calling. But you hear no. what I'm saying? <laughs> so what I'm saying is you got to get rid of all contact. And get rid of uh, get rid of all the reminders. Now, if it's an expensive reminder, you might want to think about that. <laughs> you know, keep keep the expensive reminders. But if it's hurting you, get rid of it. Or go to the pawn shop, sell it Take eBay. It to the bomb shop. Pawn yeah, shop, no, pawn shop might sell you short. Put it on eBay, put it on Amazon. Put it on eBay. Get it out. Offer get up. make money from their mess up. Okay, mm. but get rid of everything. Get rid of the pictures off your phone. Get rid of everything. Block them on social media if you need to. The level of the impact should determine the level of the contact, of the, the blockage. So if it's deep and just a glimpse of anything, memories on Facebook mess get you all in your feels, then block them everywhere. But you have to cut out all contact, cell phone, in person. Uh, DMs, cut it all off because they will try to come back. That's and all don't, I, yeah. don't, 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 don't take it as a sign like of weakness no. of doing these no. things. Cause I know sometimes people feel like, oh, the person <clears throat> who, whoever blocks the other person first is the one that's that lost. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Look, you got to do what you got to do, man. Don't be trying to, don't try to let your pride get in the way and be yeah. like, oh, I'm not even going to block them on social media. Like, I'm unbothered by this. No, do what you need to do. Go ahead and block them and let them, if they want to feel like they, they got the W in this situation, they won, fine. You're right. You won. But in all uh, all actuality, you're not losing when you, when you get out of a, when you um, get out of a relationship. You're not losing. If that's not the right person for you, then you won. 
you are one step closer to finding the person that God actually has for you. We talked about it in a live last week. You do not want to be in a marriage with the wrong person. You, don't. you do not want that. So you're winning. If that's not the right person, great. Look, it's going to hurt for a little bit and it's cool. Do what you need to do. Block them. Get that memory out of them. Get them out of your system so that you can be ready for God to bring that right person to you. You are winning, okay, by getting out of that relationship. So, and I'm glad you pointed that out, J.E., as far as uh, girls, uh, women will do the same thing as far as let's still be friends and things like that because we got our good guys out there and that happens a lot. And that that slips my mind, but that happens a lot. Don't be the one that they can always run to. I believe it was the the great psalmist, Tyga, uh, in the song Deuces that said, I ain't going to be the one that she can always run to. Okay? Don't be that. Mm -mm. Just because you're a good guy and she want to keep you, you know, in her back pocket Mm -hmm. while she go out and have her fun. And now, you know, when she's ready to settle down and get somebody serious, oh, yeah, I still got him in my back pocket. You know, I I sent him a text every, you know, three, four months. You know, I liked a couple photos on his Instagram every now and again just to keep that door open so that now when I've, you know, wasted my time and been played by these other dudes who weren't serious, now I want to go find the good guy. Nope. Bruh. Don't be that. You know, and don't, and don't, bruh, and don't be, don't, fellas, get out of the friend zone. Don't, don't go in the listen because what happens is happened to me, man. I had girls tell me, um, if you if we're single by thirty, I'll come no. looking for you. What? <laughs> no. So you want to wait till I'm thirty and waste your life and get tainted and I don't know what you got up in your valley. You know what I'm saying? And then you want to come find me at thirty, fellas. Mm-hmm. You got to know your worth, man. Fellas, you got to be able to say, you know what? She playing me. That's cool. Because you know what? The game changes when you get older. Yes, it does. See, in the early, the young girls, younger girls, all they want is, does he have a nice, some girls, they, does he have a nice car? Is he handsome? Is he cool? Whatever. When you get older, it ain't about, it ain't about what you got. It's about what you kept. It's about, it's about, it's about who you are as a man. The game changes. And the same one that was trying to throw you every now and then passes in the friend zone, when they look for your route, you're not there. And that's why we talk about, you know, we get a lot of people who ask us, you know, and, and talk about, you know, how they're impatient and how, you know, how much of a struggle it is to wait for the right one. And that's 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 what we're talking about. Look, we're, when we talk about good guys, when we talk about guys who are, you know, who have character, who are trying to do the right things, who want that position of leadership, who want that responsibility, that stuff's not cool when you're 17, 18 <clears throat> years old. Cool. It's just not. Me and J.E. weren't the cool guys in high school. We we the good. We was the good guys, not the cool guys. That's that's what it is. But be patient. Who, who was, that's why we say be patient. Who, 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 who was the psalmist? Um, uh, I I can't uh, think of his name. The psalmist Twister. Mm. Back then they did want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Back then they did want me. That song. That's the that's the that was that was a song, right? I believe that was the prophet, uh, the 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 prophet Mike Jones. That the prophet, first Mike Jones, chapter six. That's right. That was Mike Jones. It wasn't Twister. Twister came out around that time. Oh, that was tough times back then. When we was young when Twister. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 A lot of things were destroyed yeah, by that. Yeah. yeah. During that time. That's uh, right. But the, the the prophet Mike Jones said that. Mm-hmm. 
He said that back then they wouldn't want him, but he said that he spoke it into it. He said, now that I'm hot, and I don't know if he was speaking it into it. If we, if, you, if we interpret the text, I think the prophet meant that he was seeing into the future. Because when he made the song, when he was in the studio, nobody knew about him. But when he, when he spoke those words, when the song came out, he became hot. And they were all on him. So what we're saying is, and we're joking around, but we're serious. Yeah. When you're younger, 17, 18, <clears throat> high school, even in your, you know, 20s, 21, 22, oh, 23, yeah. you're not hot, they're bro. not looking they're for not looking a for lot. It. The majority of women are not looking that for, for that. Now, I know we have a lot of women uh, who are watching the Good Guys podcast. They probably are. But the majority of women out there, they're not looking for that in their, you know, early 20s so it might not be they might not be knocking your door down but if you just be patient don't just grab anything you know just because you 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 know you don't want to be lonely anymore be patient and wait for the lord to bring the right one because when you get to your you know you get to your later 20s you get into your 30s there's a premium on good guys. They want the guys who are wanting to be responsible. Man, they've gone out and they've dated the guys who weren't, you know, about anything. And they realize that they just keep getting hurt and hurt again. And there's consequences and repercussions uh, of, you know, dating around and things of that nature. So now they're looking for a good guy. But the point is, when you get to that point, you can pick and choose. If you want them, you can. Or if you want a woman who's consecrated herself or whatever, and, and you know, as long the same lines as you are, she'll be available as well. Just you'll be able to pick and choose. So you just got to be patient. And and time proves everything. But make sure that you're healed, 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 because you don't want to be I'm hot now and let me make them feel bad. Nah, no. Just by you, just by you being hot, it's be, them being mad and sad is a byproduct of just you doing you. But right. don't make it more than what it is. So don't 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 be like trying to walk around them and try to prove that they miss out on the good thing. They already know they're already hurting enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you are the person on the opposite side of that block, okay, you know you did wrong by this person. Just let it go, man. Just know that God forgives you. Forgive yourself and go forward. Maybe that's another topic for another day. But if, if someone blocked you, you know you let a good one go. Then, Cause let me tell you something. I don't mind being a person's lesson, BD. Yeah. I don't mind. Listen, let me be your lesson on how you should treat the next person. And 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 sometimes you, because if you keep going back, they'll never learn the lesson. But if you put limits on them and let them learn from you, then maybe they can be a better them. And so what I'm saying for the person upside that block, on the other side of that block. Learn from your mistake and make sure you don't repeat that mistake if God graces you, which I believe he will, if you get yourself together with another person. But y'all, don't let them back in. It's okay for them for you to be their lesson. Let them learn from what they did to you and not repeat what they do to you to you. But put limits and be like, look, you gotta learn from me. I'm your lesson. Right. I'm 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 in the I'm chapter three in the history book of your life. Learn from it. Because a test, another go. test is coming soon. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right, we're going to go ahead and go to the third thing that you need to do in order to get over an X. Write down the facts. 
of the Axe. You know where that came well, from. You, y'all know. You know y'all. that was a J.E. special right there. If it rhymes, then it's got to be from J.E. <laughs> but what we uh, what we mean when we say that is a lot of times it's a good practice to write down the reasons why it didn't work out. Write down why that person is not the one. Because what happens a lot of times is we break, we break up with a person and time goes on, time goes by, and we start to we start to forget the reasons why we broke up with that person. You start to the the bad times over time, the bad times kind of start to fade away a lot of times. And a lot of times what gets magnified is the good times that you had. And I'm undoubtedly, you, I'm sure you had some good times with that person. There's a reason why you got with them in the first place. You know, they might be attractive. You guys shared some memories together and that's fine and well, but there's a reason why y'all broke up. And a lot of times, like I said, what happens, we get time goes on. You get caught up in your emotions. You hear a song on the radio that reminds you of them. You maybe didn't get rid of the memory book that we told you to get rid of in the previous point and you opened it up and and all those emotions start coming back and you reach out to that person and you make a mistake. Write down the reasons why it didn't work out. Write down the reasons why they are not the person for you when it's fresh right after you break up with them when it's fresh in your memory because it's going to come a time when it's not going to be as fresh in your mind and yeah. you need to you need a reference point let me go back them feelings are uh, that uh, have stirred up what what happened why didn't why didn't we work out oh yeah here <laughs> here it is right here in black and white you know what mm, yup yup nah nah, I'm nah good. we good nah. write down the facts of the acts Listen, man, that's probably one of the most important ones. Like you've heard me say in many videos, y'all, facts over feelings. If you want your feelings to be at ease, revisit the facts. I gave advice to a young lady I coached today, and I told her, I said, um, the word of God has to be, or the facts has to be the riverbanks. The level of facts or the level of scriptures you know will determine if the river will flood over if you have no facts, if you have no embankment, then all those feelings will keep rushing and start flooding into your life, causing damage to area, a lot of areas of your life. Facts are important because when you know the facts, when you print the facts out, I need you to write them down, type them out, put them in your phone, put them in a the frame, do what you got to do, put it in your purse, put it everywhere. So anytime those feelings come up, this is why I left Tyrone. There you go. This is why I left Keisha. See what I'm saying? Write down the facts. If you if, or 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 Becky or Mark or Luke, you see what I'm saying? Or if you left, you know, whoever, Wong Lang, whoever it is, write down the facts. Have it in have it in arm's reach. Memorize them. So that when you have those moments of feeling, why am I feeling like this about Tyrone when Tyrone was no good? Why am I why am I upset with, with, with Keisha? I know she, and I know she she crazy. Write down the facts. I want you to write down all the details of what happened. Write down <clears throat> all of the reasons for that season. Write down all of the reasons in that season. Now, we said in the Red Flags video, we'll get to the other Red Flags video down the road. But what I'm saying is, 
everything is obvious. Right now that you have time, write down why it ended. Write it down. So you'll be like, that's the reason why. Because if you let feelings just live inside of you and you never logically and reason through it, then you'll find yourself overly emotional for something that shouldn't even uh, warrant your emotions. Now you're making mountains out of molehills. Now you got big feelings for someone that everybody, plus your mama and your cousin and your sister been telling you, your brother told you, young man, she ain't no good for you. He been no good for you. So that when they do try to come back, you already know. You healed because you have the fact. Um, like I say here, print it out. Just put it on your phone. Put it somewhere that you can look at and say, this is the reason. This is the reason. I think I have some other points. Here we go, right here. I got these three things I want you to process right now when it comes to this point right here as far as write down the facts of the acts. You have to know the context. Know the context of the relationship. Context means what? Wh who was I when I got to the relationship? Where, where was my mm. insecurity levels? What was my idolatry? Don't just write down the bad of them. Write down the bad of you. Write down the habits that put you in that relationship. Write down the type of mindset that put you in that relationship. Write down the context. Write down everything. That's right. I was young. Yeah, I was struggling with father, daddy issues. Yeah, I was struggling with my ex-girlfriend, and that's what got me into this, and I was emotional. Write down the full context. Don't just write down what that person did. Write down what you did, too. The insecurities that made you susceptible for the game. You know what I'm saying? Write down the context. Next, I want you to write down the text, the word of God. You know what I'm saying? Find out what the word of God says about what you need to do right now. Write down what the word of God says about being unequally yoked. Start processing the text that pertains to the context so that you can, number three, go to what's next. Ooh, come on now. Get the full context, supplement it with the text, the word of God, so that you will have the faith and the power and the energy and the self-love and the self-care to go into what's next in your life. If you don't do that, then you're going to find yourself flooded in emotions. You're going to find yourself confused and, and want to be back used. Because that's what you're going to end up being doing again. If it's not used by that person, you're going to be used by somebody else. If you never deal with the root reason and deal with it and find the facts so that you can fulfill your purpose. And the reason you, why it's so important is because there's going to be, you know, positives about that individual. Right. And I think that's what, you know, messes a lot of people up when it comes to relationships. Once you get out of the relationship, <clears throat> yes, you know that it didn't work out for one reason or the other, but there are going to be positive qualities about that person that are going to come back, that you're going to, you know, there's going to be aspects, there's going to be memories that, that, that tug at your emotions that, that you miss. And that's, you know, th th obviously that that's a person that you were attracted to for one reason or another, probably a multitude of reasons, but there were, there's also things that were red flags or were deer deal breakers or whatever the case may be that ended the relationship. Um, so I think that's what gets a lot of people is that, you know, those those positive qualities are going to come back. And that's why you have to have these at the ready to to remind you <clears throat> this is why it didn't work out. Let me tell you okay. something. Let me tell you something. Not all traits are the same weight. Right. Let me tell you, they're bad traits. A bad trait can be heavy. One bad trait in them can be heavier than 10 of their good traits. Exactly. It don't matter how 10. Oh, but but Bobby did this and Chelsea did this. That one bad trait 
erases all the good traits. Period. Yep. All right. Um, let's see. Number four. Things that you need to do in order to get over an X. Number four thing, <clears throat> let the closed door be your closure. And what we mean by that is a lot of times when you get out of relationships, people talk about, oh, I need closure. Oh, I never had closure to the relationship. And they reach out to that person. Hey, let's meet up over coffee. I just, I feel like I need some closure. No, you do not need closure. Let that closed door be your closure. Write down, we said in the previous point, write down the facts of the acts, write down the reason why you guys are breaking up and let that sheet of paper be your closure. You don't need to talk through what happened. You don't need to recall, you know, the good times. You don't need to see that person. You don't need to meet up with them. You don't need to have a final phone conversation. None of that. Let that closed door be your closure. All that's going to do is stir up old emotions, and it's not going to be productive. Either you're going to co- walk away from that even more hurt than you were before, yep. or you're going to make y'all are going to make a wrong decision, get back together, ignoring the reasons why you broke up in the first place. There's nothing productive. I don't even. I, I don't know. That never made sense to me. No. I don't even understand. What do you mean you need closure? Why do you need to talk to this person if you have already come to the decision that this relationship is not working? Let your yes be yes and your no be no. If it's over, it's over. over. Like, don't don't waver. That's how you get into bad situations, by wavering, by not being standfast in what you believe in and what you're going to accept and what your standards are for the person that you're going to be with. Let that closed door be your closure. You don't need to meet up with it. You don't need a final conversation. Let that closed door and that sheet of paper where you wrote down everything that was wrong with the relationship, let that be your closure. Listen, most people, where they find their value, they find their validation. And sometimes you go, you're trying to go into that conversation hoping to hear something new, but it end up being the same thing. That's why you just got to let the closed door be your closure. It's closed. This chapter is over. Go down the hallway, baby girl. Go down the hallway, young man. There's an open door down the hallway. How many people are sitting at that closed door hoping that person have moved out? That person don't even live there no more. That person have moved on to another address. And you sit at that door hoping that they'll open that door again when there's a hallway and there's an open door down there for you? How many people are sitting there just hoping um, 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 whatever because they feel because a piece of them is in them? That's why you can't get so caught up in being intimate and involved with people because what happens to most people, you get so intimate with someone, you get so involved with someone, you lose yourself in that someone. So now you're trying to get that you're trying to get that other piece of you back, hoping that they at least say something nice and whatever. Nah, man, you just got to go down the hallway. Go to that open door that God has opened for you because God is not going to open that door. Sometimes God doesn't want to give you, you want you to pursue a closure because you're not guaranteed to get closure from that person. That person may never call you back. That person may never see you. That person may have passed away. Some people are looking for closure from their uh, deceased parents. You, you can't or you're going to be miserable. And I have some other points here. Um, I think I said it all. Like I said right here, closure from them may never happen. 
uh, God must be your validation. Sometimes God be mm. like, I'm a, I close that door. And now it's time for you to get to God. God is your validation. You need you need to renew your mind about who you are in Him, and, and as far as the imputed righteousness on you, because if you get so caught up on I'm not right unless He's right by my side, I'm not right unless She's right by my side. Let's worry about the one that's seated at the right hand of the Father. You see what I'm saying? That's the right side. You know what I'm saying? That's the best side, and that will help you uh, 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 heal. Because you're like, I don't even need to make deals. I don't, I don't even need to try to find out the, the contractual points of that deal that I once had with that person. I'm going to go and heal. Because this door is now closed. That's right. <clears throat> and then the last step that you want to take in order to get over an ex, possibly the most important, get active, get productive, take advantage of the opportunity that you have. That's okay? right. You can change your mindset instead of focusing on what you're losing or what you, you feel like you're losing or what you guys had or the, 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 the memories. Like, I, like we said, cry, vent, get all that out of your system and then flip the switch. Get your mindset towards let's move forward. Let's let me go. Hey, let me go get in the best shape of my life. That's right. All right. <clears throat> let me go start working out. Let me improve my temple. Okay. Mm. Let me watch the thing. Let me improve my diet, improve my workout habits. Um, let me get productive. Let me start working towards, you know, what's my purpose? Because like J.E. said, a lot of times you lose yourself when you get in a relationship. You, you start worrying, you know, you're, 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 you're catering to that person. You want to make that person happy. All right. Now's time to work on yourself. Become the person that you need to be so that you can so that you can be ready for when God brings that right person. Become the person that you want. You know what I mean? J.E. talks about it a lot of times. You know, we ask for certain things, but are we the kind of person to match up with what we're asking for? So figure out what it is. What do I want in an ideal you know, spouse or, or ideal partner, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, wherever you're at? What do I want? Okay. And, and if I'm asking for something that I'm not myself, then that means I got some work to do. If I want somebody who's financially stable and I'm not financially stable, I got some work to do. Yeah. Let's handle that. Let's work on that right now. If I want somebody who's fit, you know, attractive, looks good, and I'm out of shape, let's work on that. Let me become the person that I want to attract. So, change your mindset stop focusing on that person stop focusing on that relationship take advantage of the opportunity that you have become the best possible version of yourself because then you're going to attract a whole different kind of, of of person on the other end um we talked about it in uh <laughs> we talked about it in a live last week you know there was a guy talking about you know how he was impatient and we talked about look man once you get married, look, marriage is a wonderful thing. But once you get married, you can't go back to being single. If you're, you know, if you're following biblical principles, you're not going back to being signal, single. So we can't, me and Josh, we can't go back to having all that free time to, you know, focus. We, we do self-development, but we have to work it in. Like you got other responsibilities. So when you're single, it's all about you. Yep. <laughs> it's all about you. So Develop your relationship with God. Develop yourself. 
uh, your, your body, your eating habits, your, your physical fitness, develop your mind, read books, uh, develop your gift, take advantage of the time that you have, because when you get married, it's different. Not saying that when you get married, you can't do self-development at all, but it's different. It's more of a challenge. It takes more intentional effort. When you're single, you have an opportunity that married people don't have. So don't be so intent on finding that next person. Don't be so intent on going back to the person that you just left. Sit in that time of singleness. Josh has a whole book on it, The Purpose of Singleness. Check it out if you haven't done so already. Sit in that time. Take advantage of that time. Be productive and be preparing for God to bring that right person. Listen, no pain, no gain. You know what I'm saying? There's some things I need you to do with that pain. First, you got to drain that pain. You got to drain that pain. This gives you an opportunity to drain that pain. This gives you an opportunity to gain from the pain. It gives you an opportunity to retrain your brain about the pain. But do not entertain the pain. Do not remain in the pain. You see what I'm saying? So many people are entertaining the pain. I'm entertaining it. No, don't entertain it. Drain it. Don't complain about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, set a new plane from it. You know what I'm saying? And um, and most people are remaining, entertaining the pain, but they're not gaining anything from it. I wrote got darn six books. You know what I'm saying? Two card games. Most of those books weren't written in pain, but it started the, the, the started the path. And so what I'm saying is, don't let that pain just just remain, man. Gain from it. Change your brain about, like, increase your brain, increase your vocabulary, increase your, your wit, increase your creativity. Produce. Mo most people make money from their pain. A lot of great people make money from their pain. Paying for albums, you know what I'm saying? People, you got to gain from it and say, okay, this mess, I'm going to turn into a message. But you don't make a message. A message is birthed when that mess has aged. You see what I'm saying? You got to age that mess. You got to say, that mess is so old that I've now made a message. You see what I'm saying? I now got a message from it. Look, am I going to sit there and, and wallow in my used-to-be abandonment issues? Oh, I'm abandoning. Most people, they, they become defined by their pain. No, 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 no. I'm going to be defined by the gain I made from that pain. So you got you to gotta just grow, man. You got to get over it, man. You got to be productive. Go out there and work out. You're you going to make them feel even more valid on the reason why they left you if you get them big and everything. Looking, right. looking, looking 200, get, gaining all that weight, looking crazy. I'm not sitting there saying you, 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 uh, you get a better body to make them feel bad. No, but you got to feel good. Gain from it. There's a lot of people who die early, a lot of people who get big, a lot of people who just do a lot of different things because they never healed on the inside. And what I'm telling you, if you don't heal, you're gonna be you're gonna be huge. And 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 I'd rather be huge as far as success and growth than to be huge in body and looking like a slob. That's right. So you gotta get active, exercise, eat better, get your body, use that pain into something productive, put that pain into the weights over time. The endorphins inside of you, you know, you feel good. And they may have sparked this journey, but you have fulfilled, you have a gain from the journey. And you got to get productive, man. Man, my singleness, I got hurt a lot of times, man. But I wrote, I kept writing, I kept doing things. And now I'm getting residual income from it. Last but not least, take advantage of this freedom. You freeze now. 
That's why the facts are there. The facts let you know you're free. You're free. You don't got to deal with that drama. Do you know how many of us waste opportunity of production because we want to be back in abuse? But you're free? Man, freedom is a blessed thing. God and don't and God may not get you. God might not set you free the second time. If he sets you free the first time, stay free. <laughs> stay free. You go back into that again, God might be like this. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. I freed you the first time. I brought you out of Egypt, but then you started complaining in the wilderness. And you know everybody who came out of Egypt didn't get into the promised land. So Moses didn't even get a chance to go to the promised land. So let me give you a reality check. You keep messing up. You keep going back. You ain't going to get to your promised land, period. Mm. So if you want to keep going around that mountain for 40 years, if you want to complain about the manna, the food that you get in the wilderness, and wish you can go back to Egypt, go back to Egypt then. Be a slave. (laughs) But you'll never get to your promised land. That's it. And that's about it. Those are the five things that we have and steps that you can take to get over an X. I hope that was valuable to some people. I'm not going to lie. I wish I had this advice. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Back when I went through some of my breakups. I would have been got um, with friends on. Man. Running routes. Running routes. And they ain't throwing you no passes. You over there. <laughs> Nothing. I was open. I was here for you. My heart was open for you. And you ain't throwing me. The, and you running routes. Open. Beating other dudes. Aren't you tired of running routes for the wrong quarterback? That's right. That is right. Again, hope that's beneficial for you guys. I know a lot of it. Look, it it applies to everybody. Everybody's had relationships that did not go right. Everybody has exes. But look, if you get nothing else out of this episode, like, look, it's a blessing. You're not losing. Okay. An ex just means that you're one step closer to the person that God has for you. So look at it as a good thing and look at it as an opportunity, man. Get something out of it. Like like J.E. said, take that pain and control the situation. Like you can win from this situation. You can decide, decide, okay, to make yourself better from this situation. I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to read books. I'm going to get get prepare myself for whatever God has for me in the future. So don't don't feel like a victim. Don't feel like you're defeated. Don't feel like you're losing if you have um recently got out of a relationship. Don't feel like that person is winning because you're you're you know because you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Okay. Listen, they may win in the moment, but you'll win moments beyond. It always it always feels when you reject you always feel like you took an L. Right. You lost the battle, but I promise you, if you heal, you won't you won't lose the war. There you go. All right. Well, uh, hop in the comments. Let us know what you guys thought about this message. Let it know. Uh, let us know if it helped you out. Um, if you have anything that you have done to get over an ex that you know we didn't cover here, drop it in the comments because maybe it'll help somebody else. That's right. You know, there's there's a lot of different <clears throat> steps. There's a lot of different ways that you can you know get over an ex. And I'm sure some of you guys have some things that, you know, maybe we didn't think of. Drop them in the comments because they can help other people. We'd love to uh, go back and forth and uh, converse with you guys about that. All right. Um, We're going to go ahead into the final segment of the day, which is going to be a this or that. 
right? So one of these things you have to sacrifice in order for the other one to remain. So for this week, we're talking about in the context of a significant other. All right. Would you rather have someone who is intelligent or would you rather have someone who is funny, who makes you laugh? Would you rather have someone who's intelligent and maybe doesn't have a good sense of humor? Or would you rather have someone who has a good sense of humor, can make you laugh, but not the most, not the, not the brightest uh, light bulb in the, uh, in the pantry? BD, it's easy mm-hmm. for me. Okay. I would rather have a person that's intelligent and not funny. Because ain't nothing worse than looking for the light to come on and it don't come on. <laughs> you over there and it don't come on. I'm sorry, bro. That's an easy one, man. I'll make us laugh. That, that's that's I'll, I'll take care of the laughing stuff. But I need, I need you to be sharp up here. I need you to be able to that thing work up there. So BD, this is an easy one. I, I, I give me someone that's intelligent over someone that's funny. Cause you make me laugh, but you, that's all you bring to the table is some jokes. BD, this might be the easiest one. I, I, I only need to hear your side to change my mind. I made my mind up. My mind's made up, and I won't go back. I'm going to to see my Jesus someday. Mm, mm. Ooh, that's my note. That's my Uh, note. That was actually the note that went wrong. (laughs) That that last one right there. It's okay. It's a joyful noise to my Lord. Mm, I bet you God God was like, bro, I wrote that metaphorically. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not literally. Some of y'all. Right there. Yeah, bro. Give me intelligence over humor anytime, bro. Um, Okay. I not, feel you, you on you're, that. You're not going to change my mind, BD. Nope. But I don't know, man. Intelligence. I mean, and we're talking about intelligence. We're talking about intelligence, bro. Okay. Maybe you should have put I, something else besides intelligence. Bro. Well, here's the thing. What if you have somebody who's intelligent all day? But they're not fun to be around. They ain't got no you sense did not, of humor. You did not say fun to be around. You said funny. Bro, okay, so you, if they're not funny, but they're still they cool probably to be around because they intel. I, I, I'm, a, I'm I connect with intelligence. Intelligence is fun for me. There's people who are mad smart, but they can't take a joke. Like, not you smart, know, like, bro. Intelligent is different than being smart. EQ and IQ. We we talk about all forms of the equations, equation, e- intelligence. Don't, bro, be specific with your words, B. Don't be coming at me. And then when I bring you words, you're talking about, no, that word don't fit. You said intelligence. It's this or that. So either they are intelligent or they are funny. Okay? So it's not, oh, they're intelligent, but they're also witty and funny at the same time. No, I didn't say witty and funny. They are just intelligent. So they are smart or they are witty and funny. Okay, let's break this down. Because I need to know the nuances. Intelligence. What's all come? What all comes with intelligence? Intelligence. Right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it more specific. <clears throat> all right. Would you rather have 
someone who is very intelligent, very book smart, but has no sense of humor, uh, can't, you know, can't take a joke, oh, see, but they, they are very they, smart. No, nah, I, I don't want them. Would you rather have someone who is, you know, funny, can go back and forth and, 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 and take, uh, you know, you can joke with them, you can be, you know, comfortable and, and crack jokes and stuff like that, but they're not really smart. Like they, 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 they can't think their way out of a paper bag. They, they couldn't tell you, you know, BD. like they're, so what about street smarts? Is that intelligence? Um, we'll take, we'll, no. we'll take street smarts. In the intelligence category or in the funny category? Cause most people who's fun like that, they know the streets. They don't know, <laughs> they don't know the books. It's just different. No, they're just dumb. They're just dumb all around. But dumb. they're funny. Give me intelligence. You dumb all the way around, bro. <laughs> you dumb. Do you know I'd rather you be intelligent and efficient than dumb and numb? But are y'all having fun though in your relationship? We making like, money, you... BD. We'll find <laughs> we'll find fun. We'll we'll find fun. But when you with someone dumb, you having fun. But bruh, okay, if you have someone that's not smart at all, that means they're careless. They're funny, but they're careless. They're not thinking about tomorrow. They can't keep a job. You got to see, we got, there's layers to this. An intelligent person keeps a job. An intelligent person keeps money coming in. But you don't, that person looking at you, you I just can't wait. I got a new joke. What did the chicken say when he crossed the alley? <laughs> You'll laugh. Hey. It'll, be, it'll be fun for a couple of weeks until dumbness start manifesting. <laughs> Intelligence, bro. I, I, I can't deal with dumb. I can't deal with dumb and you dumb, you fun, but you dumb. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think I'm gonna have to take it. To, I wanted to play devil's advocate and make it interesting, but mm -mm. at the end of the day... That's intelligence, bro. And I think that that, that that answer might be different for different people, though. If I your intelligence is able both... to carry two people... Could and be, that mean, that or means, some people, mm -hmm. some people, like, I think we're both very ambitious, but I think some people aren't necessarily, you know, as concerned with um, attaining, you know, uh, material things or, or wealth or things like that. Maybe they're okay, you know, um, maybe like family and, and, and you know, relationships. Leaving your kid in the car. Leaving the front door open. Uh, okay, there's a difference between <laughs> you said stupid dumb. and like irresponsible. They could be responsible. They just might not be smart. And uh, responsibility is an intelligence. I don't know. That's BD. debatable. I mean, how, when was the last time you made a, a, a responsible dumb person? Responsible dumb person. Responsibility comes from up here, bro. You you got to understand why I have to be responsible. Well, I think we'll both take intelligence at the end of the day, but I think there yes. could be people. I think they're, yes. Congratulations, Josh. This week, you were not dissuaded by me. Um, you, you had the courage of your conviction. Yeah. You stood, you stood your ground. Stood my ground. And for that, I commend you. Appreciate it, man. And I brought you over.
They're not really. Nah, you was about to say dumb and young, or uh, dumb and stupid, or something like that. Dumb, no intelligence. You was about to pick them. <clears throat> you wanted to no, laugh. No, I just wanted to be honest. I I was intelligent all the way. I just wanted to see if I could change your mind. <laughs> nah, I knew, I knew because I've been around some dumb people, bro. I've been around right. some dumb people, bro, and it, it gives you unnecessary headaches. Well, hop in the comments. <laughs> I think there might be some people who would take a funny person over an intelligent person. They'll take it for a season, but they wouldn't marry that person. I mean, your life doesn't have... There's a lot of, un, you know, unintelligent people who live happy, productive lives. But see, but you said dumb and can't talk themselves out of a paper bag. See, that's that's low-level dumb. You can't say stuff like that. You'd be like, oh, we took this person over an intelligent person. You can't... You don't know how to get to the front door? My kid. Okay, that no, look, that's <clears throat> mental illness. That's that's I'm not talking about a mentally ill person. Dumb is mentally, to the front door. a dumb person is mentally ill. No. Or they're, they're, they're mentally they're not, mentally they're mentally they're mentally they're not mentally in shape. They might not be mentally ill. Not, oh, that's a good phrase. They're just not mentally in shape. They're not mentally ill, but they're just they're they haven't worked their they haven't worked their brain in a while. I mean, you're just talking about a person who, like, look, they didn't graduate from college. I didn't graduate from college. May or may not may or may not have graduated from high school. Um, you know, it not you know. There's there's some thing. people who can't read and write, but still still know they they still intelligent. I would argue that you heard, uh, you heard about a guy. You heard about the guy who's a multimillionaire, owns a bunch of car washes, didn't know how to read or write. But he hired people to do that for him? There's different forms of <laughs> intelligence. This is a complex question. This is. That's why we got to write down like everything that boils down to intelligence. Yeah. Everything that boils down to just being funny and dumb. You would have to really nuance out this uh yeah. this this or that. My brain, thing. my brain, my brain can't, my brain is like intelligence because I need you to keep up. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. Well, anyway, hop in the comments. Maybe someone feels differently. If you if you have a case for funny, if somebody has a case for funny, drop it in the comments because I feel like there's a case and maybe I'm just not making it good enough. You don't maybe think you're my... making it clear. I think you're making it very intelligent heavy. Because funny, Probably. because honestly, funniness is a form of intelligence. Like it is. All jokes aside, yeah. like normally the funniest people if, are intelligent because they're witty and they can come yeah. up with stuff. Now, if you're funny, it's because you're just cool to be around. You're fun, but you're not funny. No, no. See, funny funny is in, in intelligence. So we're talking about you just fun to be around. You're not funny. You can't crack jokes. You're not sharp and witty. Maybe that's what it is. Would you rather <clears throat> have someone who's intelligent or would you rather have someone who is fun to be around? There you go. But they're but they're fun, but they don't have no intelligence. Yeah. So it's intelligence all day. Nobody gonna wanna be with someone that's fun and they're fun to be around, they make you feel comfortable, they make you feel great, they roll up the weed for you and stuff like that, but they're just not intelligent. Somebody hop in the comments and make a case. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a case to be made. I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably not the person to make and be, that case. And be and be and be a devil's advocate. Like like if you don't you, you may go. not you may not agree, but give us points that could make sense. That's what I tried to do. I wanted to be the devil's advocate on this one, but I'm probably not the best person to make this case. We're head, we're we're smart. We're funny, BD. We're intel yeah. we're intelligent. 
our brains is like, nah, we ain't mess with them. They done. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. That's all we've got for today. Um, yeah. That's all we've got for today. That's it. Okay. Well, if you have not done so already, hit that subscribe button. Smash it. If you like this video, if it helped you out in any way, hit the like button so that YouTube will know that you enjoy the content and that we are cranking out good content for you guys and it will recommend our content to more people who could be helped by the content that just helped you. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hop in the comments and interact with us. Um, other than that, uh, we will be going live either Monday or Tuesday. Why you do this, um, Why do you No, 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 no. I remember my mistake. And I'm talking about the week after the, they view this podcast. That's what you we said. will be going live Monday or Tuesday. Gotcha. We'll, we'll hammer down a consistent date. You're intelligent. Eventually. You're intelligent. I see See that? That's all. Yeah, I was ahead of you on that one. I, I saw week, it coming. Last week you was just dumb. Last week I was, yeah, more on the other uh, end of the spectrum. But this week I was ready. Okay, I learned from my mistakes. So That's we'll be going live. That's intelligence. Pretty much every beginning of the week, either Monday or Tuesday, <laughs> you can expect us to go live on YouTube. But here's why you should hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know when we do. Because no man, no woman knows the hour. When the good guys will go live. That's right. But when we do, hop on. Ask us questions. We'll be answering questions. We'll be interacting with you guys. It's a good time. It's 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 awesome. All right. So join us for that. Other than that, I am a happily married man, a humble father of four. He is Joshua Ezzy, Slim Rev, happily married as well. We are the Good Guys Podcast, and we are out. And remember, we're only good because he's good. Peace. <laughs>